right, you guys. So this is another edition of Simple Wealth. And we're talking about wealth rescue and education that we can share with you. But also, too, you guys, is that we've got to be able to raise our kids with different, not different, but ideologies and platforms that have been out there for many, many years, but they're not really talked about. So my name is Tony Van Schoik. Um, I started this out of a need of people that were coming to me, asking me what they can do with, you know, their, their capital gains or their side hustle or, you know, how they can start to create and build legacy wealth and do all those things. So today I have an extremely special guest. She happens to be my daughter, our youngest daughter. Her name is Catherine Trelor, and she is 15 years old, just starting her sophomore year in high school. And we're going to talk about, you know, perspectives on on, you know, our young teens and our young generation that's coming up today um, and really why it's so important for us to be really teaching them things that they will never learn in school and somewhat unschooling them because of the rote, boring, same BS message that they're always giving out. So, Without further ado, I want to introduce Catherine Trelor. And honey, I'm really excited to have you here today. So thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you um, kind of just share with everybody a little bit about your background, your upbringing, um, and, you know, just what are your general observations of success and what that means to you? So my upbringing has been especially loving, which I'm so grateful for. Uh, Mom and dad have taught me that love is number one and that that is what matters most. Treat others with kindness and equality. And that is like the most important thing is to be generous and care for others. Uh, So what success means to me is working hard and achieving your goals. So whether that means you want to lose a few pounds or you want to um, just kind of just try new things, um, I think success really means just working hard and goal setting uh, and just having community around you. No, I I would totally agree. And I think that, you know, when you're around successful, like-minded people, that, you know, that has made a tremendous difference in you. It really has. You know, what what you've been taught, your education, because it's education outside of education, because you've been in different settings. You've been in the public education system. You've you've had private tutors. We've done homeschooling, homeschool groups. And now that you're in high school, we've really found kind of like the, the special sauce and yeah. you continuing your education with other kids that have very similar, you know, backgrounds to me and your dad, but also, you know, really learning different types of success principles. So, I mean, you, you, you've, you've seen and met, you know, Todd Duncan, you've, um, you know, listened and, and heard John Maxwell several times, and these are all live and just with the caliber of people that you've come to meet and know has made a tremendous difference in really how you view the world. Yeah, it really has. So what would you say would be like, out of all of the things that you've seen and learned, what would be, you know, some of your favorite moments? 
Uh, one of my favorite moments was meeting Todd Duncan, for sure. That was awesome. He came in and he gave me a big hug and said uh, something along the lines of, like, keep dreaming. Uh, and that has really stuck with me till now. And I got to meet John Maxwell, which was an amazing experience as well. He's very, uh, what's the word for him? He's very down to earth and he's very calming, if that makes sense. And so another one of my favorite moments is seeing you on stage uh, and just watching you grow and you learn. And Monet events has been another one, just being a part of people that really have put in the work, uh, attending all of those and just, yeah, seeing you and dad grow and everyone else around us grow. That's very true. So how would you, how would you say that, that you're aligned differently and you think differently than a lot of kids your age do? Definitely. But what, 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 how do you think differently? I mean, cause you look at the world uh, from a different viewpoint. So one of them is definitely love. I think that kids don't understand the definition of love or what love is. Uh, also, just being down to earth and just really like head focused and like going at things really head on. But also um, my views on God and faith and spirituality are very unique. And uh, my view on family too, because you and dad have really brought me and my sister just very tight knit and the four of us tight knit. And I think that not enough kids and, and people know the importance of family and being around your loved ones. No, I, I, I would agree. It's almost like it's, it's there. And, and, and again, this is not meant to be offensive or anything like this, but it's almost like a lot of parents are parenting from a distance really much so and you're someone that really holds me accountable and is like okay cat these are things you have to work on we can do it together but i just want to let you know and be there for you but part of part of having a good relationship with your children is also not necessarily pointing out everything that they do wrong but here's what you can do different in order not to have the same results exactly right so how would you say um, you know, because you, you are an old soul, Thank you. you're, you are extremely mature for your age. And it's because of, you know, having those exposures. How do you think that we could help other kids your age? Leadership for kids. I feel like kids really don't understand the importance of like leadership, having someone there for them that kind of guides them through life. I feel like not enough kids have that. But also the importance of confidence, because confidence is not cockiness. And there's a definite difference. Uh, but a lot of kids, especially my age, too, lack confidence. And if someone was there to help them lead themselves and have them be um, know what their gut is saying and what their heart is saying at the same time, I feel like that would help tremendously and also someone there to guide them with confidence and how to be confident in yourself well you know what especially like kids are taught you know just be part of the status quo don't rock the boat don't express your opinion exactly always always have seen that and that's one thing I try to do is be out there 
more so with my opinions and it can be scary, but more people probably agree with you than don't. Well, I would agree, but that's also a time investment. So, you know, being, being a good parent and being a leader for your children, that starts at home. It really does start at home. Home is like the base for that really. So it really, sometimes it really depends on how you've been raised and how your parents have like talked to you and things like that. Uh, But sometimes you have to like, not unteach yourself, but just like teach yourself new ways um, with what you have learned that isn't true. So what, so what would you, because there is a lot of conformity, okay. In in this day and age, and especially in high school. So what would you say, let's just say you were, you know, having peer pressure to do something that you know that you shouldn't do and you do it anyways. So how would you, how would you, would you, would you succumb to the peer pressure even if all of your friends were doing it? I would not succumb to the peer pressure. I, I want to know who I am and what my morals are and having that at the back of my mind is going to really be like, okay, you can't do this just because everyone else is doing it doesn't make it okay. But then I would also talk to you or dad about it and just tell y'all what's going on, but then get your advice on how to handle it and internal advice, but then also advice from you guys is going to really help me uh, get through that, but also not succumb to peer pressure. And if I don't feel like it's right in my heart or my mind, it's just not worthy of even doing it in the first place. So let's say that you had a, a, a good friend and they were thinking about doing something because of the peer pressure or just pressure in general. How would you approach that situation? I would say, hey, look, just because it's a popular thing to do, just because it might be a quote unquote trend does not make it okay for you to do. And you have to do what is right for you. And if it's going to harm you or harm others around you, it's not worth it. Even thinking about that, you know, that's, that's a really, really good point. Thank you. So one, one thing that you've seen now that you're in your second year in high school, and even though, you know, it's a different type of, of platform, what would you say is your number one attribute that that you can you can help others with? I really I can I think I can really help them with confidence and being more outspoken mm-hmm. and not taking crap from others really and letting other fake friends treat you not the way that they should at all and standing your ground really and above all again confidence because. Again, why, they why, really do, lack why it. do you think, yeah, why do you think confidence is such a big problem in teens? Uh, maybe their home life. There's a lot of different factors. Their home life, how they talk to themselves because they've seen it in their parents or other siblings older than them. Uh, things that at the back of their mind that others have said to them. Again, also social media with the amount of opinions that are out there and having just random people say, just random stuff that doesn't even matter and that consuming your mind really are the uh basis of that okay so you know we we've we've talked about you know confidence being a huge challenge how do you think i i think also too we need to touch on spirituality i think we should too (laughs) because i think that's a huge deal on helping people be more confident yes 
Okay. Cause I wasn't a spiritual person until I was in my forties. Yeah. And I've seen you grow into that and I love it so much and I'm so proud of you for it. So how do you think that spirituality contributes to confidence? So when you believe in something you can't see, you start to think, okay, I believe in that. I can believe in myself, but when you're, ah, you know what? I'm actually having a trouble answering that because maybe it's, you know, let's say whatever you believe, it's teaching you how to, uh, ah, yeah, I am having Put a your- what about what about putting your faith into something that you can't see? Yeah. Yeah, putting your faith into something you can't see is a biggie because then you get to you know, okay, if I can do that, then I can have faith in myself and those around me. And that like affects your whole peer group. So So the the, the other the other thing too is is confidence is directly related to self-esteem. Yes. And so, they are different things. <laughs> they they are different things, but I, I think confidence is, is key into whether you have low or high self-esteem. I agree. Because if you don't if, if you don't have any confidence at all, you're not gonna tell yourself you're enough, you're this, you're uh, a happy go lucky person, you are good to those around you, you are bright and just hyping yourself up, you're not going to be able to do that. And I really don't think you can get through life without like hyping yourself up and getting yourself into the day. And confidence really does have a lot to do with that because writing down your mantras, you have to have confidence to believe in those. So if you're like, I don't believe I can do that, but then you're writing down all these mantras you know, again, saying you're enough, you're a boss, uh, you can do this, you are capable, you are worthy, you're not going to believe those. So, yeah. well, it, it, you know what, and exactly to what you said, doing daily mantras is really retraining your brain. It is. And most people, I, I mean, even, you know, even on a daily basis, we have to be very, very selective on what we are putting into our brain, because it's no different than you know, what you're reading, what you're listening to is the same as what you're putting in your mouth for your body. It's the same exact thing. And you have to feed your mind. If you don't feed your mind, if you don't feed your mind, there's nothing there. (laughs) So then there's nothing to go off of. Exactly, exactly. And that's how you are able to, you know, really create new experiences. New experiences are the best for the soul. Because it helps you in the next chapter of your life, you get to think about all the experiences you've had and you get to uh, go through new things with experiences that you've, that you've had and you're more uh, wise and you're more uh, clear-minded. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just say, you know, because you love social media and you're so good at it. Thank you. And people that are listening here today, and let's just say they're struggling with something. Let's just say you don't know this person very well. And they slide into your DMs on Instagram, said, hey, I heard your podcast. I'm struggling. And this is somebody that you don't know very well. What would be like the best piece of advice you can give this person? I would say if you're a believer uh, in God, 
something that you can't see, I would say put it into that first. Really uh, get down to love. Like think think about all the things that you're grateful for instead of what's happening that's negative now. Uh, And if whatever you're going through really just take the time to decompress and think about it in a more positive way. So let's say um, that bad thing is happening. Think about all the positives that are happening besides that and apply those instead of just being negative about the whole situation. There is a bright side to everything. So think about and talk about the bright side and talk to others. Talk to others about it. Uh, If you can talk to your parents about it, talk to your parents, talk to people that you trust because talking about it also really helps. But then make sure you're not falling into the sadness trap uh, because it's easy. (laughs) Being positive can be really hard, but that is what's going to help you get through anything. Well, yeah, because we're inundated with negativity these days, and especially now more more than ever. So it's really important that, you know, what you're watching on TV, what you're listening to on the on, on, you know, your, through your phone or whatever, is that you have to, you have to feed that positivity with positivity. Not only that positivity has twice as much, twice as much energy than negativity does. So what do they say? It says it takes, um, I don't know, like 15 muscles to frown, but all, you know, five muscles to smile. And it really does naturally release those feel good brain chemicals, the serotonin, the dopamine, that's really important. And, and, and also getting outside in fresh air and grounding. Yes. Yeah. Grounding. So if you don't know what grounding is, this is when you, you take your shoes off and you reconnect with mother earth and it's best to do it in water. Um, but you can get it from anywhere. You can get it from sand, from grass, um, anything that's a natural man, you know, earth made material. So that's, you know, we, we go and we ground at least a couple of times a week mm-hmm. just to get those because it just it increases your immune system so much. So that's really important is being healthy also as well, yep. which leads to more confidence. Yeah. So I want to add something to if you're going through something, make sure you have like a beach day, like be if you're like be outside and also ground like what you said is super important. But then also. uh just again, relax. You got this, boo. <laughs> so there's there's different there's definitely different things that you can do to alleviate anxiety. And I, I just want to talk about box breathing for a minute because anybody can do this from anywhere. It's great for teens too if they feel um, you know if if you're feeling that uh, negativity and stuff like that. But the oh, box yeah. breathing is really great because what you do is you breathe in through your nose for a four count, then you hold it for a four count, then you breathe out through your mouth for an eight count. And that is a very simple way to pivot what's going on in here. It's the same with turning on music and dancing too. Really? Yes. Yeah. I love music. So that works. (laughs) And you love to dance. I love to dance too. It feels so freeing. It's a, uh, the freeing feeling is just something everyone should experience all day, every day. (laughs) So what would be, okay, so, you know, we're talking about primarily confidence and how it's related to self-esteem. What is your top tip that you could tell someone, you know, how they can grow more confidence and self-esteem through the digital world? Okay, so digital world, 
first of all, don't be talking to anyone on there that isn't uh, making you feel good. Yeah. Uh, and that goes for friends, too, really. Uh, and if you're getting hate comments, delete them <laughs> and block the person. That's going to help you get a lot more confidence. Mm -hmm. But also, if someone replies to your story and they're just ripping on it, leave them on scene and block them, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, just kind of ignore it. It's going to bug you. But don't let it bug you so much. That's the only thing you can think about. Have a boundary. Have boundaries. Yeah. And social media is a tool. You, it is. It, it, it's a tool. It's a free platform. It's a free tool. And you know what? Just I, I, limit your time on there and have fun with it. Have fun with it. But then also, uh, I am losing my train of thought. Just, I had such I had such a role here with what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, realize that it is not uh real. Realize the fakeness of it because it cannot do anything for you whatsoever. No favorite podcast. Favorite podcast is Ed Milet for sure. Uh, every podcast that he does, um, there's so many gems in there from uh the professionals that are speaking. And they've actually like applied that to their life and you can see it. So that is the best place to, uh, if you need help with self-esteem and confidence and all that, that is someplace I would definitely go because there's a lot of great advice in every single podcast that you will listen to from him. And it's stuff you can apply to your daily life fairly easily. Yep. I, you're absolutely right. He's, he's one of my favorite too. Okay. Uh, personal development book. What's, what's one, even, even if it's for adults, what's a good one that you would suggest people read? I would suggest people read the gap at the game. That's a good book. Uh, I need to finish it, but so far it's been so good. Uh, it talks about needs and wants and a bunch of different things and how to switch your mind basically into happiness mode is best way I can explain it. But that is such a helpful book, especially if you're struggling with something in your life that's just negative and doesn't make you feel good at all that you can't help because we can't like help life. Life is on there is on its own clock. That's going to help tremendously. Like that is the best book for any time in your life, but especially if you're going through something. So Catherine, where, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram is cat underscore tree lore, all lowercase. And then my Facebook is Catherine. Tree lore. So any, any last parting words of wisdom that you would like to share? Don't get stressed out too much. It's all going to get done. So it's all going to get done. It's all going to be fine. If you have just, if you're having people in your life that are bringing you down and it's affecting how you see yourself, how you think about yourself, remove. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't realize the people that are not lifting them up and making them feel good. They're uh, giving too much time to the people that aren't. So realize who makes you feel good, who who doesn't, and then just look at the bright side on everything, and you will be golden. But also love others to full and through, 
and just have good morals and be a good person. All you need. <laughs> All you need. <laughs> All you need. Well, there you have it. You 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 have a very positive life from a 15-year-old. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Is that there was a lot of wisdom in that. <sighs> yeah. It's hard, but it's worth it. For sure. You gotta mind your mind. Gotta All right, you guys. Yep. All right. So you guys, another episode here of, uh, you know, our, our coaching platform, um, under simple wealth, a uh, couple of announcements here. We have our first ever virtual and face-to-face -face live seminar wealth rescue with a team of, of experts that live in their craft. And we're going to show you, um, how to invest your money and build legacy wealth for you and your family, not retirement. Uh, second thing is we have our first ever faith-based uh, live event. Um, we have amazing special keynotes, which I am not sharing with you yet, but you're going to want to get there. And that's in Tampa, Clearwater, Florida. So that is November 11th. So uh, links for those will be found in the description here. And we cannot wait to see you at one of those two events, either face-to-face -face or virtually. All right, you guys. So this is Tony Van Schoik with another episode here. And we're so excited. We'll see you every Monday at noon. All right, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.